The podcast that you're about to hear contains acts of sex and violence. The hosts do not claim to be experts on the subjects that they present. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome back, boys and girls, to Brutal Nation. I'm your host, Scott Alexander. Right across from me is the one, the only, the corn shark queen, Tammy, the corn husker Underwood. Say hi, Tam. Hi, everybody. And I'm not a fucking corn husker. I'm a Hawkeye. I'm not from Nebraska. I'm from Iowa. You know what? That's just no, one get bi- it straight, buddy. It's one big fucked up stage no, what th- that is. Th- there's a big difference between a corn husker and a Hawkeye. So you're saying that if you got into a cornfield and you started walking, you wound up in Nebraska, that you would know the fucking difference. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, this is just yeah. a sea of corn. No, there's corn I sharks would, everywhere. Because I'd have a Hawkeye ahead of me telling me not to go over to fucking Nebraska because they're just lame corn huskers. I they husk corn and we fly and cats pray. Yep. Oh, yeah, I bet you do. Ah! Anyway, oh, Jesus Christ, you're retarded. <laughs> and on the phone, of course, my brother, Todd the Killer Colehead. Morning, bro. Good morning. And by the way, if she is a corn husker, you might want to be careful because last time I heard you were a corn holer. <laughs> Ow! Ouch! <laughs> You see the shit I got to put up with you from, know from YouTube? God that, damn it. That tracks after his conversation this morning. That tracks. <laughs> so Jen, Jen Doll calls up because she's Jen Doll's flying in here next week, right? And uh, so she's on the phone with Squatch this morning. And uh, and me, I'm just being my normal per- pervy self. I go, I want to rub her butt. And then Jen goes, well, it's big enough. For no, because bu- I said, oh, I right. want to rub her butt. <laughs> and she says, it's big enough for both of you to rub them on. <laughs> Whoa, okay. This this the, the, this conversation took a turn for the fucking weird. All right, let's just go with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was, then she was like, "No," I said, "You said it, not me." Did she say no or move? She said no. Oh, I didn't know if she you were called no us or freaks move. then too. But then she I'm always super does. Gay. Right. All right, guys. So I got one for you guys today, and it's now. Uh, as all the listeners know, and and you know everybody else here knows too, is that we normally don't feature anybody who's a mainstream serial killer. Yeah, but this no. is current and oh, it's relevant. That reminds me, I got to pull that up. Thank you. Wait. Okay, so first off. Did everybody know that today Jimmy Buffett actually died? No. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. Jimmy Buffett died? No, I didn't. Today? Yeah, today. Jen Dahl actually told me this morning. Oh I was gosh. texting her from the toilet. What so, are we going to do? Is he really in Margaritaville now? I think he is. So it's, it's actually pretty sad. I like Jimmy Buffett a lot. Uh, me too. The, so did I. The flags need to be at half mass everywhere. No shit. Agreed. Yo. For Agreed. about a week. I mean, yeah. He was an icon. Because nothing... Uh, he, there's very few things that are more American than Jimmy Buffett. Like, seriously. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett and what's his name? I know his name right offhand. George Devil Strait. went down to Georgia. Down to Georgia? What? Devil Charlie, went down to Georgia. Charlie Daniels. Yeah, thank you. I, I, it yep. was on the tip of my tongue and I couldn't say it. Yeah, you Shut have up. him. You have George Strait. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, there, there, there's certain icons. And, I'm, I, you know, I, I don't believe in lowering the, the, the flags to half mass for for musicians because I just think we're all scumbags. But there are a few that get an exception, okay? Number one, Elvis, two, George Strait, and Jimmy Buffett. Those well, are definitely yeah, three. They actually changed the face of music in some way, you know? Yeah, because, like, what— with with Elvis, when he came on the scene, prior to him, everybody just, you know, especially if you were white, you did either country or you did gospel. And you didn't That's move it. your hips at all. Right. And then, you know, Elvis comes on the str- uh, on the scene, and he's, like, shaking and rattling and rolling. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, this guy's amazing. 
Yeah, but yeah, there's there's people that just they they made a huge impact on the music industry, and and definitely Jimmy Buffett is one of them. Totally, totally. I mean, how many times have you guys ever gone out and people go, "Hey, man, I want a margarita," and somebody will inevitably say, "You yeah. gonna be in Margaritaville?" Yeah, or it's five o'clock somewhere or something. Which yeah. that song was his only time he ever got a music award. By the way, was five o'clock somewhere? Yep. He shared wow. it. He shared it with uh, John, uh, Alan, Alan Jackson. Jackson? Yeah, wow. Alan yeah, because Alan Jackson goes, what would Jimmy I Buffett do? <laughs> I always liked uh, Last Tango in Paris. But, I mean, the, the, the music was great. You can't, be, you can't be negative listening to Jimmy Buffett. You That's can't. true. You can't. That is true. And when we're all making margaritas at, at, at home and, you know, we're half drunk, we always sit there and go, I think I lost my shaker of salt. Yeah. (laughs) As we're stumbling around going, I can't even work the blender anymore. (laughs) It's good times. It's good times. Good times. (laughs) Right. Uh, Okay, so boys and girls, today we're going to be doing a little bit about Dennis Rader, the famous BTK killer. Before I even start with this, okay, uh, Todd and I were talking about this yesterday. We're both not fans of Dennis Rader. Um, yeah, Todd for be, be because of, of of his victim pool. Me just because I've I've had interactions with him, and it just it was just too weird. I, it's not that I hate him or anything like that. It's just that it was just he's just not on my top ten list of people that I'd want to talk to. Right. However, what's happening to him right now? I personally feel is some bullshit. Because guys, Dennis is like three days older than. Dirt. He's in his 80s. He's got one foot in a grave and the other one's on a banana peel. Right. And, and I do have that information pulled up if you want me to get to it later. I just want you to know. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, You know, and now, ever since the Brian Kuberger case broke out. Oh, my God. Um, It seems like every cop, every detective that wants to close a case is at his door across, in... Yeah, across the United States. They're at his door like they were at Henry Lee Lucas's cell. Right. So <laughs> I don't want our listeners to take my word for it. Todd, what happens when they toss your cell? Step by step. Oh, shit. But, uh, well, they come in. They handcuff you. Uh, take you out, out, out of the room. You cannot be present. And then they promptly uh, ass-rape everything you own. Everything goes on the floor. Um, I have personally had jalapeno juice and shampoo poured on top of my clothes. Uh, every piece of legal work gets gone through. Everything you own is messed with. Yeah. Um, beware, beware, anything that when you come back in, anything that was opened, like food products, throw away. Yes. Uh, you got you got guards who basically have been nothing in their entire friggin' lives that all of a sudden show up here and they want to vent every frustration that somehow you personally have done something to them. Now that goes for any inmate. I get a special treatment, of course, because you know they like to go through and uh, you know double down on it. But um, no matter who it is, they they they, they like to show their ass. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's fairly traumatic, right? I mean, oh, e- yeah. even if you're not injured or or ill, being being healthy, it's still fairly traumatic for I, just a normal person. You feel person. violated. Yeah, I'll tell you that for a fact. You feel violated because everything has gone through. But yeah, we've had quite a few 
quite a few here that got their uh, teeth broken because they were they were in bed asleep, and when they came in, they brought they came in five deep, flipped the lights on, and snatched the guys out of the bed. All they were doing was searching the room. They were literally laying in bed and snatched them out. And there's been five or six of them here that have all had their teeth broken because they they literally hit the bed frame when they got dragged out off the bed. Wow. Yeah, so here's Dennis Rader. Now, uh, for those of you that don't know, Dennis, like I said, is he's super old, okay? Mm-hmm. He's frail. He's not doing good. Uh, when Todd and I were talking yesterday, we agreed. We don't see him living another five years because this is a guy, he, he can't take more than three or four steps without needing assistance. They're coming in constantly. They're tossing his cell. They're dragging him out and and, and just kind of being dicks. But to top that off, over five murders that happened, I believe, in Oklahoma that his daughter brought to light that all of a sudden they mysteriously yeah. found this evidence at his old home. Yeah, one was in Oklahoma, the other one in Missouri. Oh, that was it. Which is outside of his the range that he was killing because all of his killings happened in, in Kansas. In Wichita or one suburb of Wichita. And on top of that, this is a guy who keeps meticulous records on everything. Like when I was in contact with him, I went on one of his lists. Yes. And it shows in what fashion I have contact with him. Mm-hmm. You know, right down to like if I put money on his books or paid mm-hmm. for phone calls or or stamps. Every it, this guy keeps records like the like the best computer on the planet. Exactly. And none of these murders are in his uh his records. And here's what got me with this with this dude from Oklahoma, this detective, I call him Detective Dickhead. Um, he's sitting there, well, we found these pantyhose over where he used to live, and we think that he killed the... Then he had this fantasy, Raider did, of abducting a girl from a laundromat and then killing her. Okay. Mm-hmm. He shared that with this detective. And a girl in this dude's little small podunk town did get abducted, abducted from a laundromat. But Dennis Raider was super careful and very clandestine with all of his kills. Right. Okay, so why is he going to change his M.O., abduct somebody in broad daylight? At 9.30 a.m. Yeah, with witnesses around. With a bank across the street. And on top of that, not put it in his records. It makes no freaking sense. My personal opinion, boys and girls, is Actually, it could. Really? Really? Actually, it could. Uh, In a way, it could have been. Was it one of his early ones? It was because here's the thing. Apparently, happened in 1976 when she disappeared, and his first murder okay. was um, 1974. Okay. Killed his um, family. My my thing is, you know, your first ones like my mo's are not the same, case to case to case to case. I mean, sometimes you just got to go with what you got. Um, your early ones, those are only the ones that he, he's been, he's been found for. Now, has he any reason to not, not give them up? No. No, it's, I mean, he's a done deal. I mean, I said they man's going to die by, by next body. Friday anyhow. From my understanding, they haven't yeah. even found this girl's body. She just went missing from a laundromat. That's which it. case? Which case she may have just she may have just literally uh, had a bad household and said fuck this shit, yeah. and went right out the damn door, met some guy, and uh, 
she's got three kids living in, uh, you know, Toledo. Yeah. So who the hell knows? Yeah. I mean, she may not even be dead. Well, yeah, because I couldn't your, find your anything first... saying she'd been found. But nobody's going to be all that perfect on their first couple. I mean, it takes time. I mean, you make mistakes, you get excited, you don't have any experience. It's not like you can take a class on it at Tech. I mean, you kind of got to just wing it and go, this is what happens. Um, yeah. I mean, could it be? It could. Do I believe it? No. Uh, more okay. of the point, if you don't have a body, if you don't have a body, you don't have, you don't have, you can't prove it was a crime. At least at that point, I mean, unless you, right. you have some other evidence involved. And I mean, the dude's 80 years old and dying. At this point, right? What does it really? What does it really matter? I mean, yes, it matters for closure, but at the same time, what if it's not him? Exactly. What if they're just? I think they're. I think they're just piling it on him because he's an easy target to go. Well, you know, he's a serial killer. And he did this, and they're they're all crazy, and they're all you know. Right. Uh, you know, he just doesn't want to tell us. Well, he may not want to tell you, but then again. Maybe because the man didn't do it. Right. Well, and I'll tell you what, this is why this um, Osage Sheriff Eddie Verdon says that this is why he um, thinks that Raiders is prime suspect. Because it was determined that Raider used to be involved in Boy Scouts and he may have been in the, that general area around that time. And he had something in his writings that said bad laundry day. And he worked for ADT and ADT happened to be in, uh, installing the um, new alarm system in the bank across the street from the laundromat. So there's nothing to indicate he was in that area at that time. And you know what I mean? And like I said, oh, and the fact that he's, he told... This guy, you know, Raider told this guy he fantasized about kidnapping a girl from a laundromat. But here's my counterpoint to that. ADT is a huge company. Huge company. Huge it's out company. Here. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. you you could say, for example, you could say, we think that Todd killed this guy, Joe Smith, over well, here. Yeah. Because he worked for ADT, and ADT had a, a an install in a house a block away. Yeah. Well, they're, they're fucking everywhere. Dude, they're doing Thousands of installs okay. a day. Yeah, let me throw this out there. From but 1999 got, okay. till 2001, I worked for an ADT security company. So if any murders happened in South Carolina during that time, I promise you I did not do them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. I just need to put that out there because I well, worked for ADT too. <laughs> months, before, months before the bike shop, there was a bank that was on a... Uh, Oh, I-85, yeah, yeah. You know, that, that all three people got killed and got robbed and got killed. They had tried their damnedest for years to get me to say that I did it to the point of, like, literally trying to, like, we'll give you extra privileges and shit if you'll just say you did it. Um, it's bullshit. If it's not mine, I'm not claiming it. But because yeah. I drove by a bank twice a day on my way to school, I must have been the one who did it. But yet, there are so many murders around. But once again, I didn't do these either. But even right. two people in my mom's neighborhood got killed. They actually got uh, 
shot in the head somewhere out there in some little, um, what do you call it, cul-de-sac. They, they were doing a, a drug deal, and somebody walked up to them and wow. just killed them. Um, it, it's amazing the, the, the cases that they want to throw at you that, you, you know, did you do? But the know-nothing, you know, the, 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 the cases that were not sensationalized, right. they don't even bother. Now, I didn't do either one of them. I didn't do either one of them. But, I mean, anytime there's sensationalism, somebody wants their 15 seconds, because it's not 15 minutes anymore. It's 15 right. seconds, if that, of right. you in the Internet. Oh, my God, you solved it all. Oh, and, you know, is election time coming up? Because uh, 2024. Yeah. You know, the sheriff in my county, I mean, when this thing came about, I mean, he was already, he was, he was on his way to possibly losing the election. And then, of course, he got the, the bike shop murder on the friggin' anniversary. I mean, who the hell knew that? Um, and, I mean, he got reelected without, I mean, with nothing. I mean, they're, they're going wow. to use this for their own good. Well, right. that, that's kind of my thought on so, it. With, with a lot of these cops, and this is what I'm seeing, and be, be, before I even go on, you know, much like Todd, we, as a, as a whole group, we respect law enforcement. There's a lot of great cops out there, man, that bust their hump. They're good cops. Yes. However, I feel like a yeah. lot of these people, like the sheriff in Osage County and the ones doing the Coburger case and things like that, um, you know, and the ones that are questioning Raider, think about it. If they can... If they can close these cases and pin it on a high-profile serial killer, like if they can pin it on Utah, or if they can pin it on Raider, or they can pin it on, you know, Jesperson, or anybody, or, or anybody who's high-profile, mm-hmm. oh, man, all of a sudden, you solved these cases, and you pinned it on one of the most infamous serial killers ever. Yeah. And that's, you know, that carries a lot of clout. I mean, think of the money that you can make just off of that notoriety alone. You have books, you have speeches, you have, you know, uh, tour dates, things like right. that. And that's what I think it comes down to right there. I don't feel in my heart of hearts that Raider abducted or killed this girl because it's right. not in his goddamn notes. Why is he going to change that much? And now it's two years after he started his killing. It makes no sense to all of a sudden go, I'm going to write everything down. I'll admit to everything that I did right. in court except for these five. That's Right, and then, I mean, and then there's two, but I have two questions for you. Because when it comes to the second one, um, Shauna Beth Garber, she was found, this one, this is, I mean, and you and I talked about this guy, it makes no sense. She was found murdered in McDonald County, Missouri on December 2nd, 1990s, when her remains were found. During the autopsy, they determined she was raped, strangled, and hogtied with six different types of cord about two months before her body was found. But she went missing on November 3rd. (laughs) So how does she go missing on November 3rd, get found December 2nd of 1990, same year, and then, but she died two months before her body was found? That doesn't make any sense. I would also ask a question. Oh, go for it. And what doesn't make sense is what kind of what kind of a guy walks around with six different kinds of string? Right, ah, and D- Raider never talking. raped his victims. Yeah, right. The, the the one thing that we can give Raider credit for is he never raped a single person. Okay, um, and and using six kinds of rope for yeah. Raider being as meticulous <laughs> yeah. as he is in nineteen ninety in nineteen ninety he's not bringing no. six different kinds no. of rope, and and he's not raping. This no. isn't his. But yet, you got this Osage dude 
who was sitting there going, oh, it must be Dennis's. Dude, sheriff, pull your head out of your ass. That's all I got to say about that. This, this dude's an idiot, man. Right. And then, you if, know. If, 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 if you're. No, go ahead. If you're using six different. If you're using six different. This is not a, making a joke of it. If somebody's using six different types of rope. That, you're making a statement for something because nobody just happens to have six different pieces of twine. Right. I mean, you just wrap that shit around and go. I mean, was this guy like in a macrame or what? The, I mean, <laughs> right? There's something, I was like if, there's if something I, else being said right. when you mix things up. If I go out into it's my like, shed you know, right now, you get, if yeah. I go out into my shed right now, I don't have six kinds of rope in my shed. I don't even think you have two kinds of rope in your shed. I think I, got, I, think I might have two different kinds of oh, rope. Oh, you Ma- might, but maybe, yeah. Maybe. I don't fucking know. But definitely not six kinds of rope in my shed. Yeah, and, and I think you hit it right on the head there, uh, Todd. Is Nobody is going to bring six different kinds of rope to kill somebody, rape them, and shit. That's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's ridiculous, especially Raider. Yeah. Especially Raider. No. That's just, that, that whole right. thing there is... Talking about grasping at straws, Jesus Christ, man. That's a far cry from even being remotely accurate. This dude needs to dump yeah. that case and actually try to find who actually killed this, right. this lady. And I do have another question that made no sense to me, and you and I talked about this, too. Because on August 23rd of this year, um, Raider became considered as the prime suspect in these two murders. Well, I would say one murder, one alleged murder. In, you know, assumed murder in Oklahoma and Missouri because they launched another search for evidence at his former Kansas home and found possible trophies in the investigation and potential involvement. They already searched his home way back when he got arrested. Why on earth did they not uncover this then? Yeah, that's another good question. I think this is all played by his daughter. To I be think honest. so too because, yeah, because she released a YouTube video or interview like, Two days before this broke about him being the prime suspect. But I can't see them finding more evidence after they did a thorough search the first time. If you did a thorough search, you would have found it the first time. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. When they searched when they when they searched my house, I had a hidden room under the staircase. Um they didn't they didn't even find the damn room. Now, there was nothing in the room, okay? But they, they, the person who found it was the realtors when they went to go sell the house. They found a hidden room. <laughs> um, you had to go in through the, the coat closet, and then the back of the coat closet had a split door that would open up like in a, uh, like two accordion um, uh, piano hinges. Oh, yeah. It would open up. With a half door each side, and you walked in. And I had a, I installed a light switch. I had a installed light switch, so I could actually used to keep a, a safe down there once upon a time. Uh, I earned my money. You ain't gonna get it. But the uh, they and they didn't even find it. But here's the thing. I mean, they found it eventually. But I mean, you're talking about something that happened a long, long time ago, where they were really looking for evidence to tie him to crimes. Right. They so already, with me, they, I mean, they already had, yeah. with me, they already had Kayla, they already had dead bodies, they already had all these freaking guns. They had all they needed, so they could be as sloppy as they wanted to right. and still had me by the balls. Um, 
I will not believe that they did not search that man's house down to every damn molecule. That's bullshit. Right. Because they were looking to tie charges. Right. Well, and I will say this, that Raider was arrested um, on February 25th, 2005. And literally at that time, Wichita Police, Kansas Bureau of Investigation, FBI, and ATF agents searched his home vehicle and seized evidence, including computer equipment, a pair of black pantyhose retrieved from a shed in a cylindrical container, and the church he attended, his office at City Hall, and the main branch of the Park City Library were also thoroughly searched. So why didn't they find this shit then? Because it didn't exist. Exactly what I'm saying. That's the thing, you know. It's just, and uh, th- this was another thing that Jen Dahl and I were talking about when, when, uh, when her and I were talking about this is a few days ago, is that because it, it makes no sense to even try to pursue it. And here's why: let's say hypothetically that they can prove that he killed, and there's, there's uh, his daughter released five victims in total. That's what she said. So let's say, yeah. hypothetically, they yeah. can prove all five, okay, beyond a shadow of a doubt. They find his DNA all over all five of them because he just was sloppy. Okay, let's say that with that, yeah. they proved it today. They get him in court today. They get a jury to say, yep, he did it in Oklahoma. They have the death penalty. Let's put him to death immediately. Well, the first thing that's going to happen, because it's required, is that his attorney is going to file an appeal. That's two, three years right there. Then when that appeal expires, or they say, no, your appeal is, you know, we're going to throw it out. His attorney's going to file yet another appeal because they have to. Right. This dude's not going to live six years or ten years. You're never going to see the death penalty. Even if they, even if they, uh, you know, uh, said, okay, we're going to set an execution date after the first appeal, immediately after. Okay, you're looking at at least what five years before they even even think about putting him to death because they have to allow time for any new evidence that may or may not be found to be submitted. It's never going to happen. Most people on death row, we've got people on death row that have been there for 38, 40 years. It takes forever. The only person who was ever fast tracked was Timothy McVeigh. And that was political reasons. Yes. They needed to drop his ass. That's the only one that was fast-tracked. Everybody else, it takes years and years to get there. And most people die of natural causes. This old man looks like he's going to die this weekend. I mean, he's Tomorrow. an old yeah. man who lives, at, he, he lives in, a, in a cave. He never comes out. He can't come out. Right. He can't be in okay. jail. No. No. Uh, I mean, when you do those kind of crimes, I mean, killing somebody is one thing, but you start torturing women and shit, that shit ain't cool. I mean, personally, I I find a solution real simple. Find him innocent, kill him anyhow. But uh, I I don't like the dude. But at the same time, to just use him as a pawn by throwing shit at him, is stupid, okay? You're not doing the public any service. You're pinning him on a charge that somebody else might have done. So what's the point? I mean, that's a cop-out. It's an easy way of doing it. Clearly, you're not doing your job because if that means the real murderer is out there, although most likely that person is also dead. 
I mean, it's been a minute. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. But I don't think he did. You're talking it fifty years ago, so I mean, if, well, it was fifty years ago, I and mean, then you talk about the fact that you know someone's going to be what uh, low low mid twenties. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay, so you're talking about somebody who's seventy four, seventy five years old now. You know, eighty years old. Shit. Yeah, they may already be dead anyhow. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, because she, she was last seen June 23rd, and she was 16 years old of 1976. So um, 16 years older than me, right around my husband's age, yeah, ex-husband. Not you, Toddy. The you ex-husband. Know, you, that's, that's nowhere near Todd's age. I corrected myself. But, yeah. Okay. I'm 52, and I hate to tell them all, but with all these old nine, all these life sentences they gave me, I hate to tell you, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna really surprise the fuck out of them because I'm gonna live through all of them and still be laughing. <laughs> fuck them. Right? I, I got this. I got this. Hold his beer. That's so, right, man. You, you better live for years and years, fucker. <laughs> why you're not? Well, I mean, <laughs> sorry. I, I just want to live one day longer than my haters. So the more haters I have, the happier I am because I go, ha, ha, fuck y'all. Um, it's all good. Right, right. No, I just, like I said, I hey. mean, Scott and I have been talking about this all week, and we call, we, we call bullshit. Well, my, my biggest issue with it is this right here, guys, is that Raiders in prison... For torturing people, right? Yep. So we so we can all agree yep. that torture is wrong. Yes. Why torture yep. somebody, even if they've tortured somebody else? Because it doesn't make it right. Right. You know, we're we're, we're sitting there. We're, we're we're we have him locked up for what he did, but yet the law enforcement is apparently being allowed to do the same thing, but in a different way. Right. And they go, well, it's for justice. No, it's not for justice, you dumbass. That's not justice. Yeah, it's not fucking yeah. justice. justice. That's just him. spiteful. Justice is him being in the cell rest of his life. That's yes. justice. Yes. Okay. Either the, man is too, either the man is too dangerous for society to be controlled, in which case you take him in the back backyard and put a 40 in the back of his head, or B, you put him in a cell and you leave him the fuck alone, right. okay? He's never going to have anything. There's nothing in these, these rooms. Trust me, our lifestyle in prison, from the poorest guy to the richest guy, it sucks. All that shit you see on TV, of big-ass screen TVs, and the, and, the, and the guard bringing me my Hustler magazine, none of that shit happens. That is, that is urban novel bullshit. The man lives in a gray cave, that is poorly lit. He damn, he can't see shit. You damn near can't read. You ain't got much, mm-hmm. and they're constantly fucking with him. Right. Uh, if you got any notoriety, if you got any notoriety at all, no matter who you are, they're gonna fuck with you because you somehow got the spotlight, and they feel that it's their personal vendetta to be a dick. Totally forget the fact that you still have friends and family on the streets, and a lot of damn connections. Or in these, a lot of these cases, some people in here that they will eventually get up back on the streets, right? You know, 
uh, payback's a bitch, motherfuckers. But, um, you know, when it comes to some of this stuff in here, but leave the man alone. I mean, he's, he's living a horrible life, but you don't torture somebody. I don't believe in torture. Walk in, do what you got to do, and be gone. Don't play with the junk. Don't cut shit off. Don't torture somebody. I mean, it's bad enough what you're doing anyhow. You're taking away everything they have. Right. And in turn, they've done the same thing to me. They took away everything I have. Okay. But don't add to it. Right. You know, what's the man's in the cage? Right. And I, Let underst- go. I understand, you know, because of, you know, what I know happens in prison, prison politics among inmates. I understand, you know, doing shakedowns occasionally and everything because you have to for the uh-huh. security of the institution because you never know who's got a shank, who's got drugs, any of that crap. So I understand that. But just to toss this guy's cell repeatedly because they think he might have done something or his daughter said he probably did something uh-huh. is insane. There's nothing in any of these cases that even remotely scream Dennis Rader. Well, on top of that, this is the other thing that gets me and what a lot of people don't realize is that, you know what's worse than the cell he's living in right now? The prison that's in his brain. You're talking about a guy who is not mentally stable, who sees Mm -hmm. demons in his cell. Now, I'm not saying that demons are not real, but... But Whether he sees them. He's seeing them, so he's having some form of mental breakdown. He's tortured by them, you know, constantly. Um, there's a lot going on there. That is the that's a worse prison than any wall surrounding right. you can ever be, and yet they're going to add insult to injury. Uh, to, to me, this is it, like I said before. It, it's it's two things. It's number one that um, they want to close cases. And two, notoriety, and, right. you know, and, and, and the money aspect of it. It's, it's just ludicrous. Leave this old dude alone. He's going to die off in a few Boy. years, man. And, and I want to point out the fact that there is a psychological phenomenon it, that some people have called pareidolia, where they do see patterns in different random things. But it's been proven that this is not Dennis's case. He literally sees these demons come up out of his floor and everything else. It's not like he's and talks looking to at, yeah, not like he's looking at something and sees a demon in that shape or object. So I want to make that clear to people because some people are like, oh, I see, you know, hey, I-, I see demons in the smoke above the trade center. So you know, which I do believe kind of hey, happened, I get, but I, I get it. I mean, when I go in the shower, my left hand looks like a Victoria's Secret supermodel. Now I'm jealous of your left hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Look, you I'm not the jealous type, but I'll cut a bitch, Todd. <laughs> you and I talk about this. I knew this conversation would have would take a weird fucking turn with you Todd two did jackholes. It. Todd did it, not me. <laughs> Both hey, of you. Jesus hey, Christ. I've got to make... You know how I am. i got to make someone laugh. I mean, you know, yeah. the situation's bad. We're under a lot of stress. Yeah. If oh, you can't make true. a laugh, I mean, right? Shit. And, you know, that's exactly what <laughs> Scott, ta- yeah, Scott, whatever his fucking name is over there, said last night to somebody on the phone that I'm researching um, a current, you know, a, maybe a you know, 
what's it called? Injustice case in Colorado. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I've been bombarded with those lately. It's it's like, wow. Hey, I want to throw something out there to our listeners, too. Um, I'm going to post the number to a lady by the name of Felicia something or other with the South Carolina oh, yeah, yeah, penitentiaries. Yeah. That's for inmate grievances. I need your help on this. And here's why. And then we'll finish up the episode. Todd got his shit taken away from him two years ago over a mistake. Somebody said something. Misunderstanding. uh, A misunderstanding. That he hasn't done anything wrong, yada, yada. So, therefore, he doesn't have his tablet. And there's a bunch of shit. I've been trying to get a hold of the South Carolina Correction Center, this Felicia chick. And I've left her, I don't know. I was going to say, yes, she never answers the Buttload. A buttload of messages. So, on the Citizens of Brutal Nation page, I'm going to post her name and her phone number. To her office. Can you please freaking leave her messages with me? Because this is just, it, it's out of hand. It's ridiculous. Because the, the way that we all connect with each other is is a, a lot of email. And, right. Phone and calls whatever. and emails. Yeah, phone yeah. calls and email. And, and I'll tell you right now, the emails cost way less than the phone calls. Yeah, just tremendously. saying. Help a brother out. That's my PSA. Is that or, your you. PSA? You're welcome, Todd. Yeah, man. Because I'm, I'm getting freaking frustrated and too. I just want this. I, I want this. I want this twat to call me back. And I, I'm sorry, Felicia, if you're listening, and I called you a twat. Just call me we're back. We're just frustrated. I'm so fucking pissed. Right. Because all it takes is somebody to say, "Hey, give him his shit back. He didn't do anything wrong." Because Todd's behaving himself. For fuck's sakes. Right. And Anna never got they back to the, me. They, by they the took way, the so. tablet. They took the tablet. Because they said I was under investigation. 24 hours later, they, they found me innocent of all. I had nothing to do with anything. And they refused to give it back because, oh, well, you know, we took it. Just because we took it, therefore, you must have done something wrong. Right. I literally haven't done jack since I'm in, in, what, seven years? Right. I mean, I do what they tell me to do. But they find more, more ways of playing these games. Right. So... Yeah, it's, it's, it's the small things, man. It's the small things. It just it horks me off because you would think if they have somebody that's horks. in charge of, yeah, if, if they have somebody in charge of prisoner grievances, then if you call them, they should call you back, even if they're not going to do anything. Right, say, just to listen to see what the grievance yeah, is. What's yeah. the grievance? What's what's happening? What's, what's the situation? Because right yeah. now, especially with the tablet, it's just down to them agreeing that you can have it back. Because this is this is what I'm getting is that. Well, it's not the prison's authority to do that. You have to contact headquarters. And you contact headquarters, and Todd's hearing, it's not us. It's the prison. It's the prison. Yeah. And then you go back to the prison. But they said it was you. No, they're lying. It's definitely definitely them. And it goes back and forth. This this is childish sandbox bullshit. And if if you are in charge of prisoner grievances, you are supposed to be an advocate for the prisoner. That's... That's like a freaking ombudsman in the medical industry. You are an advocate for the prisoner. Even if it is the notorious Todd Colip. Dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. I just want to be able to mail I just want to be able to message. Yeah. All yeah. I want to do is message my friends and family. I mean, they're all monitored. I can't say anything wrong. Everything exactly. I do is monitored. I mean, I don't write I write nothing down in my room. Nothing. Yeah. There is nothing for them to take. There's no knives, there's no phones, there's nothing written down. Like they have nothing to do. They, yeah. they walk in, they go, ah, you ain't got shit. Right. Um, 
I just want to be able. To, I just want to contact my friends and like everybody else. Right. If you and I talk about. I mean, just kind of related back to the tossing of the cell of Dennis Raiders. You and I talked about last time they tossed your cell. They took shit that you bought off Canteen legally. So yep. you know, it's like why fuck with you like that? It's like you bought that shit off Canteen, you know, and you're allowed to have couldn't it. Ha- yet they take couldn't it. have books. Couldn't yeah. have legal pads. Couldn't have envelopes. Couldn't have books about real estate because yeah. that's when I learned something. Oh yeah. Uh, took just grabbed things I had bought and went. Yeah. Well, we have to verify this. Verify what? I mean, it's still wrapped in plastic. It's not even open. Yeah. Well, we got to verify it. Exactly. So, I mean, it's it's just insane. The I mean, because like I said, I went to prison here in Oregon, which is also is really known for the most laid back system in the U.S. But at the same time, I never had to worry about them taking my canteen items or anything like that. I I mean, they have tossed my cell. They said, "Oh, you have an extra pair of underwear," or "Oh, you have an extra T-shirt," and everything. Fine. Take that. Don't take my new one. Take yeah. my old one. You know, I always ask them that, and they, they were pretty nice about that, but I was loved. Um, but, you know, they never took my canteen shit. They never freaking said, oh, you can't have this or you can't have that. And it's like I don't understand why they're doing it in your state. I don't understand why, why they're tossing Dennis Raider shit when he hasn't done anything to warrant it. You know? I think it's small man Well, syndrome. you've also got... You've also got, you've also got people who come in here and they snag stuff because they want souvenirs. Right. I can't tell you how much of my stuff, from uh, photos of me to anything yeah. else that they that yeah. they they run off with because it's so it's they can say, "See, I, I I was near the serial killer. I was near him, or mm-hmm. you know, he, he's in my he's in my dorm, and and you got all kinds of weird shit." Yeah. Um. Well, I'll tell you what, if, if, if South Carolina uh, prison systems, if you're listening, if you just do what you're supposed to do, give Todd his stuff back. Trust me, he's not going to be your problem for very much longer. Yeah, dude, all he wants is his fucking, you we're, know. We're working on something to, so he's not your problem yeah, ever dude, again. Shit. Ever. You won't have to worry about the mighty and dangerous Todd Cole. You know, and I promise this is Jesus. not a threat on his life, just to make this clear. No, 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 no. we're working on a transfer. Yeah, it's called a it's called a, tra- it's called a transfer. Yeah, a legit transfer. I no, no escape. Yeah. No weird shit. I'm not a threatening transfer his life. to We're some other playing. state. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's what we're, we're gonna... working on in South Carolina. You won't have to worry about this dangerous man ever man, again. We'll put him on a bus in his leg irons and his belly weight, his waist irons and his like little black box cuffs in front of him. And we'll bring him somewhere else. And if you want him to wear a pink tutu, we'll dress him in that. Dude, Whatever the fuck you guys want. He won't we'll care. He'll wear here. it. Yeah, He'll we'll just get him anything. out of here. You guys won't have to actually, worry about him anymore. Actually, I think I'm gonna. Actually, I think I'm gonna have my name changed just to get away from the Todd Colehead thing. You know what? You can have I, it legally I, I, changed I in prison I'm, too. Yeah. I am. I think I, I'm gonna go with mm-hmm. by by Rick and last name Ridiculous. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, my God. Was I know, because awesome. I was like, Rick, then people are going to call you dick. You know what? That, you know what? Because I know several people here in Oregon who did have their name legally changed. So there you though. go. <laughs> hey, Monk. Yeah, but I don't, want my name to be, I don't want my name to be Julie or Sarah. That, that shit ain't going to fly. You don't want it to be Sue? <laughs> That's my middle name. 
Well, tell me, Sue. I, you know, no. no, you know what? My mom used to call me Susie Q, and one of Scott's songs in his lineup is Susie Q, and I keep saying he's singing to me. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Nope. It's you're, okay. You're Todd's. You ain't mine. It's a, it's okay. You can no. It's a, it's just your way of admitting that you appreciate what I do for you. No, I appreciate okay. what you do, but I'm telling you, man, you're, you, you're you're Todd's wife, not mine. You know. And you need to stop cock blocking uh, the the Jan Scott show. I mean, that's that's you know what up. exactly. You, know, you know what Jen Doll is on my shit list right now too. And she knows what she did this morning. She knows what she said. <laughs> exactly. Little. Your mom needs to love it. Jen Doll is awesome. She, she is, is. Awesome. I love Jen Doll. But I tell you at the same time, she knows what she said this morning. <laughs> and while she is married, therefore it has to be hands off. But Miss Jan is not. And Miss Jan needs and some love. Although Stop. you Jen- owe it to the nation to go out there. <laughs> not the cobwebs off everything. I mean, come on. No. Jen is Jen, awesome. I was going to say, Jen Doll awesome. is only off is only off limits until I can get Matt to sign a waiver. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding, Jen Doll. <laughs> nah, I'm telling you, for I, you I, or Scott. For either one, I don't or both, I don't care. <laughs> Your mom just, you know, I, I told you, I'm going to be a plumber. I'm going to clear the cobwebs out of well, the pipes. Mom is already going to every single one of your shows, pretty much. Sweet. She can sit on my yeah. lap or my face. I don't care. Either one. you're playing through September, so yeah. And then we get finally a month off. Yeah, they're doing a month off for studio work, so yeah. Video, video, it didn't happen. Definitely, man. Definitely. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. Bad people, bad boys, bad boys. You guys are bad boys. You know what, Todd? You always call me a crazy woman. You're a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) It's good times. Naughty, naughty. Yes, and that's what you like about me. I know you. You want me to say, you know. Also, you have. And and you have, you know, Michelle. And I mean, come on, Cheryl. Come on. Yeah. See, you almost messed up her name again. He's talking about our show yeah. that's in uh, Illinois. I not, know he is, and he not, messed up her name the first time, and she's like, "What? He can't even get my name right." And then he almost well, messed it up again. No, I'm talking. I, I'm talking for our listeners because there's two Cheryls that are involved <laughs> oh, here. Yeah, yeah. Our our, our our Cheryl that's in Illinois, she's awesome. But then you have my psycho neighbor who's like, I don't know. She's like, I don't know. Oh. A thousand years old, the one who rubbed <laughs> my butt. Is that I like you too? So I'm still creeped out. Yeah. I still have nightmares about well, that because, yeah, damn. I think it's funny because yes, I got a I got a car yesterday. It's not new car, but it's a car, so I at least have my own set of wheels now. Again, and I pulled in and I text Scott real quick. I said, uh, "Your stalker's not here. You better hurry up and get home." And then literally, I went and got Scott some dinner. Came back and she was pulling in. I'm like, ah. Fuck! Why did I have to be, be out there when she came home? Teaches you to move. It teaches you to move ah, really fucking fast. It does, and I'm telling you, I I I popped up by that short car in an instant. <laughs> I got a story from a couple of weeks ago uh, for Todd. I think I already mentioned this on the show. So once again, because I talked to Jen a lot, I'm on the phone with her. Uh, she's on my the Bluetooth in, the, in in my truck. I pull into my driveway. I park, and I always actively look. For Cheryl. Oh, he does. His head's on a swivel. Like, I am like a freaking veteran. I sit there and look. Mm-hmm. Is, there, is there a threat? Oh, no. Okay, she's not here. And I didn't see shit. I literally turned 
to my passenger seat to grab my lunch bag, and she magically appeared two inches from my passenger from my driver's side window with her hood pulled up. It's hot as shit outside, looking like the Grim Reaper in purple. <laughs> and I haven't screamed. She scared me so bad, I damn near pissed my pants. You I screamed, screamed like a girl. I did. I screamed. Like, ah! And then I go, Jen, I got to go. And I hung up on her. And she goes, Hi, Scott. How you doing? I'm all, well, I just had a little bit of a heart attack. Why does Cheryl sound like Herbert the Pervert in your, in your voices? Because she rubbed my butt and said, I like you. I, love, I like you, too. That's why. Now I'm waiting for her to go, Hey, Scott, do you like popsicles? <laughs> Everybody but Scott, take. Now, hold on. Everybody but Scott, keep your pants on. Yeah. <laughs> well, it scares the ever-loving bejeebers out of me. And you know what he does to me, Todd? He throws your fiance under yeah. the bus. <laughs> he will literally run in the house and say, "Oh, Cheryl, Tammy wanted to talk to you about something. She needs. She's wanted to be your friend or something stupid." Goddamn right. And it's like, God damn. Because his theory is uh, he doesn't have to that's run your, fast. That, he just has to run faster than me. And he throws that's me your, down. That's, that's your job. That's right. Run interference. That's your job. Save my bow. Dude, exactly. I already save my bow. Damn it. You know, I already freaking handle everything <laughs> for this dude. I don't what? need to freaking be thrown under the bus, too. <laughs> hey. He should be Just because she's me. a big old girl doesn't mean you need to be all about... You, just because she's a big old girl doesn't mean you need to be, like, calling her a bus. I mean, sometimes you just got to take one for the team. Dude, she's not I mean, a- get out there. It's like, you know, me and Scott... No. When me and Scott go out, sometimes I got to be the wingman, which means I got to take the ugly one. It's okay. Uh, yeah, you got to take the ugly friend. You I know mean, what? She's not a big girl, but she's got a, I don't know, man, big, scary personality. Yeah, dude, she's she only like five me. foot something. Yeah. And like, really small, but Jesus. Scares you can, me. you can literally see the horror movie in her eyes. Like every time she even says hi, I go, oh, I know how this horror movie ends. I'm the yeah. fat guy. I don't even make it pat, far past yeah. the opening credits. Well, yeah, because, you know, you You're can't run up the You're an opportunity stairs. here. Because, <laughs> no, no, because I'm going to tell you something. The crazy ones are the best in bed. Well, yes. I keep threatening Scott that the if he doesn't be ones. nice to me, I'm going to tell her where his room is so he, God, and how to God, get no. in his house. I mean, I, I like living dangerously, but that's just it's, it. That's over the top even for my amount of crazy that I will put up with <laughs> this woman's a fucking psycho dude she is a psycho i'm not gonna lie you guys ready to wrap this episode I here up? i gotta go to the bathroom <laughs> jesus all right boys and girls remember you can send us an email at brutal nation at twisted blue llc.com check us out on medium crime beat on medium and wherever you get your blogs log on to facebook join citizens of brutal nation and interact with us this show's copyrighted 2023 by twisted blue llc all rights are reserved and we will see you glorious people later on bye-bye bye everybody say bye todd adios <laughs> bye-bye bye-bye <laughs>